You have McGann, the fangirl. Make sure you subscribe and check back every week for new fandom videos. What I've always found most curious about Toy Story is that almost everything has a life of its own. It's not just the humanoid toys that come to life. It's Etch-A-Sketch, Christmas decorations, even lamps like in Bo Peep's case. But oddly, not board games, even though those pieces have faces, arms, and legs too. Hmm. And the toys also have some peculiarities. For instance, it's implied that all toys come out of the box believing they're what whatever character they're designed to be. We see this in two Buzz Lightyears, Emperor Zurg, and Tour Guide Barbie, who automatically assumes the role of a knowledgeable tour guide. Since that's the case, it's strange that the toys don't interact with their new owners because they don't really comprehend that they're toys who aren't supposed to move. And for that matter, why aren't the toys allowed to move? It's not a question of whether or not the toys are real or a figment of Andy's imagination, because Woody arranges an attack on Sid that has zero repercussions for the toys. And because of that attack to scare Sid, we also know that it's not like The Secret Life of Toys, which was a short-lived Jim Henson series that also had a really popular Christmas special in 1994 called The Christmas Toy. That series was very Toy Story-like, except, despite the happy-sounding name, it was quite dark. If these toys are caught moving around, they get frozen in place forever and basically die. Yeah, it's a little bit chilling. And while I'm very happy Toy Story did not take that route, it just adds to the confusion as to why the toys don't play with their new owners. We also have other various issues that complicate getting an answer, like how the toys seem to be capable of powering themselves down to a sleep-like mode where they can't see anything, even though their eyes are open. Weird. This is apparent in Toy Story 2 when the prospector uses the remote in front of Jesse's clear display case to keep Woody from escaping Al's house. The remote is right there, literally inches directly in front of Jesse, and she doesn't see Stinky Pete leave his box or use the remote. And side note, I don't think Jesse was in on the prospector's plan because she seemed very offended that Woody accused her of turning on the TV. Plus, Jesse has never had any hint of being a villainous character, so the fact that she didn't see it happen right in front of her is very perplexing. Maybe equally perplexing is that Bullseye eats cheese dust off of Al's fingers. Like, really, why? Do the toys need to eat? Are they able to willingly eat because they're bored? Because they shouldn't have any taste buds or desire to touch food. So, keeping that vortex of confusion in mind, here's the best answer that I can piece together. The toys are obviously not meant to come alive by any type of factory design. So, what if the toys come to life because their new owner sort of breathes life into them? Hear me out. We see over and over again that the toys still in their boxes are not alive. All the toys we see partying in Al's toy barn are open display models, and we see no hint of the toys packaged on the shelf moving or coming alive, as was apparent in Buzz Lightyear's creepy reboxing scene. Seriously, nightmare.
nightmare fuel much? So what brings these toys to life are the expectations that the new owners put on them. Like the saying, perception is reality, well, Andy perceived Buzz as this super space ranger from a show he liked on TV, meaning Andy already knew how Buzz Lightyear behaved as a character. So when Buzz was birthed via unboxing, Andy projected the TV Buzz's persona onto him. It's like creative play molds the toys into their personalities. Then over time, the toy starts to form its own individual personality as it gets played with different times in different ways. Okay, before you storm the comments complaining, I know that we see two toys alive in the box, Zerg and Stinky Pete, but let's think about the scenario I just laid out. If a toy's life begins at unboxing, could those two toys have been returns? Hey, Buzz's reboxing showed us that getting put back on the shelf doesn't deactivate the toy's brain, so if Stinky Pete and Zerg had been opened and returned, explaining why Zerg was in the clearance bin, or maybe he even had the seal of his box cracked when the automatic door hit it, that could be enough to bring the toy to life. And with no kid to play with them, they just sort of defaulted into the personality that they thought they were supposed to have. For instance, Zerg popped out of the box seeing enemy of Buzz Lightyear and said, well, I guess I'm gonna fight this guy. Or if Zerg was an open return, he was disliked and seen as a bad villain toy, so that's why he chased down Buzz Lightyear when he got the opportunity to burst out of the box. The prospector may have thought he was gonna get purchased and played with, only to be disliked and put back on the dime store shelf to suffer in silence for decades. That would certainly explain why Pete was aware of his shelf life when no other toy has been, and why he was so resentful about it. It kind of fits when you think about it. And that's pretty much where I'll leave it. The toys are really alive, I 1000% believe that, but they're brought to life by their unboxers, kind of like pulling the tab out of a battery casing when you open something electronic. The batteries can't work and the electronic can't function until you pull that tab. Same with toys. They don't really come to life until you pull them out of the box. It might not be reality, but theories are more fun! You've got a friend in me. Do -do 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 -do. You've got a friend in me. When the road looks rough ahead and you're miles and miles from your nice warm bed. You just remember what your old pal said. Oh, you've got a friend in me. Yeah, you've got a friend in me. Well, that's all I have for now, but this video's not quite over yet. I get a lot of comments that say, do a theory on this topic, but I've already done those theories. So please consider going to my main channel page and clicking on the video tab so that way you can see everything I've done. You will probably find a lot of things you like that you never even knew that I posted. I want to let you know that I also have two other channels, Say Halo Goodbye Gaming, and the family family vlogs. Thank you so much for watching and I hope you enjoyed enough to hit subscribe and share. I can use all the help I can get to let other people know that this channel exists. And if you made it this far, leave me a comment that says something like, hey I made it to the end, and then let me know what kind of videos you want to see in the future. I can't make any promises, but the more people that request something, the more I can look into it. Okay well, I love you. I'll see you in the next video.